0: so you're probably asking yourself how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable you know that marketing should probably be in the mix but you may not know the best approach the newest strategies or which digital platforms market on so how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today that is a question and this podcast will give you the answers my name is Javier Lozano Jr. and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. What's going on everyone? Welcome to another episode, I'm your host Javier. So what I wanna kinda of cover today is, is something that um, every marketer kind of, let me rephrase that, every seasoned marketer uh, kinda of does this uh, in different ways. And, and, and the great thing about this is that it allows you to understand that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. And I, we've all heard this terminology, like, Hey, don't reinvent the wheel. Don't reinvent the wheel. Like someone else has done something like this before. And and in reality, that's, 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 that's all marketing. That's all sales. That's almost all operations. The only difference really is, is that, is that, you know, people are approaching things a little differently or they might put their own spin to it and, and, and stuff like that. Or, you know, but for the most part, any kind of new strategies that, that are out there, um, any, kind of new, um, any kind of new tactics that people are implementing, any kind of new um, technology that people are using, there is something already out there that is is already been kind of, you know, has been tested. So you know, when people say, you know, don't reinvent the wheel. What they really mean is is that don't go out there and try to recreate something completely from scratch with no understanding and comprehension on how to structure this whatsoever. And so this is kind of, you know, a great example could be like, you know, you might be trying to like enter into a new platform that you want to test. And, you know, you see a lot of things that are inspiring you. Like you might see some cool stuff like on Instagram ads, like, oh man, these ads are really cool or they're really inspiring or they're really catchy and they're they're capturing my attention or you might see you know some blog posts that you've been reading and then recently excuse me recently these blog posts are kind of like you know essentially um have have kind of like shifted how you look at stuff and and has really you know made you you know rethink on you know an approach that you you know you're trying to do or you know, web copy, like you see a website that's very inspiring, you love the way they talk to their audience, or emails, like you, you, you have like, you know, a few emails that you love to read and, and, and whatnot. So where I'm getting to is that like all of these things that inspire you, whether it's on LinkedIn ads, or, or, or even social media posts, all these things that inspire you, what I want you to understand is is that you don't have to try to recreate all this stuff and reinvent the wheel. You don't have to say like, well, I don't know if this is going to work. And, and 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 usually the excuse I always hear is like, well, my industry is different. It's not. Your industry really isn't that different, okay? You're a B2B company and you're essentially targeting a specific person, okay? Like a VP of facilities, okay, or a director of facilities or, or something like that. Like, you, you kinda have, you know, and, and and of those people that you're you know you're targeting, they kinda have certain personas that you kinda know about. Like, you know, for the most part, when we work with these people, they're kinda like this and they kinda hang out here. Like great example is this. Most of you already know this, but the majority of facility and property management people, they're probably on LinkedIn, right? Like we, we all kind of already know that. Like if you're part of the, the community of connects and specs and and ifma and, um, and all those other and, and and Boma and all those other um, you know acronym and names associations that are out there, then you know you know that these people all are somewhere and hanging out. Okay, they're they're all somewhere, or even or even better, like there's also like um, regional events for like IFMA for instance or Boma for instance that are regional. Um, that take place in some major metropolitan areas. So, and they and they, they have like happy hours or they have like monthly meetings or, or something like that. Where I'm coming from is, is that these things have been established and they're already there. And there's no reason to try to recreate this whole thing of creating like your own community. You know, I'm not saying not to not start a podcast. I'm not saying to not do something to to like have some sort of training or something like that. But what I'm getting to is, is that these communities exist. Why don't you try to infiltrate those communities and see how you can actually get into their world? Is that does that kind of make sense? And so reinventing the wheel isn't really the, the smartest thing to do. So even though you see something um, that inspires you, that like you know captures your attention, that you know you want to model and stuff like that, you want to do you don't have to say like, well, but my 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 business is different. My audience is different, and, and it, it really isn't. Like your audience is is pretty straightforward, okay? You just kind of have to like tweak things to make it fit for your business. And when I say tweak things, you just gotta mold it. Like see what other people are doing. So if you see a lot of activity so for instance if you go to these regional events and you see that they're all part of a facebook group okay and this facebook group they collaborate and communicate let's just as an example then you know what maybe you should join the facebook group maybe you should be someone that's in there talking quite a bit and sharing insight and 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 asking questions and and creating a community and, and creating dialogue like what i'm getting to is if that already exists why would you want to create a new group and try to bring those people into your world. That like, that platform is there, it's successful, it's working, people are engaging. You know, the, the same thing goes with like, um, you know, like, uh, gosh, I don't know, social posts, okay? Like if you're if you're trying to like, you know, hey, we wanna kinda increase our social media posting, for instance, and we wanna get better at this, okay, cool. Then you should find some stuff that inspires you and, and, some, and some content that are like, hey, this is, this is kind of the, the voice that I want our business to model, and I love how they do this, and this is what's really cool. You know? And you might say like, but you know, we're not in this space, and, and we don't have this, and we don't, we don't have that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So you might say all those things, but all you have to do is just see what is working for them, how they're talking to their audience, how they're engaging with their audience, what type of topics they bring up are they bringing up personal topics are they bringing up business topics are they doing a you know a mix of things like watch what they're doing and evaluate it and if they continuously keep doing those things because there's a trend you'll see that hey this person always posts this exact same post every monday morning and then every tuesday evening they have this post and every Thursday afternoon they have this post, and every Wednesday they have this meme, and every Friday they do this, like, do you see what I'm saying? And so you can see that, and then what you can do is like, hey, and the engagement's very interesting, like, and, and, you know, on Wednesdays there's a higher engagement than there are on Fridays, and I guess it's because the memes are more engaging, they're funny. Oh, and and the memes that they're doing is that they're taking kind of like what we see as just normal memes every day, but they're spinning it for facilities or for property management. Oh, that's really interesting. Or, you know, like, how can we make that work for us? Do you see what I'm, do you see what I'm saying? So where I'm coming from is that you don't need to reinvent anything. You don't have to have this whole, like, methodical thought out thing. Like, see what other people are doing. It's already been tested and tried. Okay, and see what's, what's, what's working, what's not working. You know, you'll notice there's some, there's some folks that you might follow on, on LinkedIn that are influencers not necessarily in the social media world, but maybe in the facilities industry. I mean, I have a few people in mind that I can think of right now, but they're not very good at social media. And the reason they're not very good at social media is because they're not very engaging it's almost as though someone writes all their social media posts and then they expect people to engage. And when people comment and stuff like that, they don't do anything in there or they put links in their posts as opposed to putting links inside of the the comment section. You know, there's, there's all these things like, so yes, in, in essence, they're, they're influencers, but not necessarily like influencers in the sense that they have a ton of engagement with their posts, you know? So model what those people are doing. And so marketers, experienced seasoned marketers do that. We watch stuff and we try things and we see what people are doing. And we're like, oh, this is really cool. This is very interesting. I didn't think about this approach. And so what that does is that it really, it really changes how you look at your entire strategy. You don't have to sit here and be like, man, this is gonna be very hard to kind of create. Like an example is today, my CEO and I, his name is Chris. We sat down for two hours and we started talking about email marketing strategy. And he, and, and you know, we kind of, you know, mapped out kind of like, Hey, this is the, the strategy we want to kind of look at and approach what do you think? And I'm like, yes, I agree with this. This is great. He's like, this is the part that I think that we're missing in this middle piece of the funnel. And if we added this layer in here, I'm seeing other companies doing this. This is really cool. And then after that, we can be sending these things, but we have to, you know, plan them out, you know, for the quarter where I'm getting, getting to is that he got some of these ideas and concepts and theories, not because he just thought it up in in midair, but because he subscribes to different emails and I do the same thing too. I subscribe to different types of um, email accounts um, and businesses and see how they, you know, communicate with me. Do they send me emails once a week? Do they send me emails once every two weeks? What kind of emails are they sending me? What's the cadence? What time do they send them? You know, what day of the week are they sending them? Are they all promotional emails or are they also like value based content based emails? Where are they driving me? Are they driving me to like a website? Or are they driving me to like a social page? Like, what are they doing? And so, you know, what we wanna do is we wanna just replicate what others are doing that is done successfully. Now, you might be asking yourself like, well, how do you know if it's working, Javier? Like, that's the, the toughest part is that, you know, like, you know, you see all this stuff, but you don't know what's junk. And you know, these are things that you're gonna have to use your gut instinct. You're gonna have to sit down and be like, okay, this is really cool. This caught my attention. This was really great. This made me take action. This made me do this. And then you have to ask yourself like, okay, if this is making me do this, I wonder what it's doing to their email list. I bet other people are also reacting in this way as well too. I bet this works. Do you see what's going on? Is that like, you don't want to discount your own opinion and gut instincts. So this is where like I, I'm not, a, I'm not a big, big proponent of like, you know, you gotta, you gotta trust your gut. My gut says this because a lot of times people say that and they're bullshitting. Okay. They say like, well, my gut says this. Okay. That's bullshit. I'm sorry. I'm just going to call, I'm just going to say it. That's not, you know, like your gut says that, but I feel like you're just saying that just to say that. Like sometimes your gut needs to have some sort of like numerical numbers that back up some of your instincts and stuff. And then other times, like truly, if you're really tied into what you're doing and you understand the strategy and the concepts and, 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 your ideal customer profile and how to get to them and how to communicate to them and, you know, how your sales team does. like, if you understand all these metrics and all these other aspects of your business and all these intangibles of your ideal customer, okay. Then all of a sudden you can sit there and be like, you know, my instincts are telling me this, like, that's where you get to trust your gut. So like, if you ask yourself, like, I just don't know if these are going to be successful or if this is going to work or if this works in other industry, like, you you got to see how it how it, how it affected you. How did it make you feel initially? And then from there, you got to say, hey, you know, if I put a spin to this and I made it make you know made it look like this, I wonder if this will do well. Here's a great example, like this podcast. Okay, you know how many marketing podcasts are out there? Like, marketing is so big that it has its own genre on Apple Podcast. So it's not just business. It's like business, and then the next level is marketing. That's how big it is, okay? Do you know how many marketing podcasts there are? There's hundreds. I don't even know. Like, I guarantee there's hundreds of marketing podcasts. But you know what? The thing is, is that I didn't have to say, to, you know, say like, well, I, I just, you know, marketing, mar, marketing podcasts are just so inundated, and 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 I shouldn't do those because you know there's other marketing podcasts out there that other you know facility managers can listen to. Are there? Are, there's other marketing podcasts that they can listen to because a lot of facility like IFMs um, or IFM companies, you know, you know, they 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 might listen to other marketing podcasts, but it's not in their space. It's not in the facilities or properties management space. They don't know the pains and struggles that they went through. They don't know like how it is, you know, like they don't like that that podcast that you might be listening to may, they may not know like the like how to like approach and go after like other like vps of facilities and director facilities and stuff like that and so what i decided to do is like you know what a i know podcasts work why because people are using them as an entry point to gain trust authority knowledge become a resource number two the reason people are using them is because What it does, it gives a platform. It sets you apart from everybody else. The other thing that it also does is that it helps you start kind of creating a voice where you have an audience and people start trusting you. And these things are huge because trust is something that's so difficult to gain. And so I'm like, okay, people are doing this. Now I can make a podcast that's very generic and just talk about stuff, or I can make a very specific podcast that talks to a specific audience and only focuses on a specific topic and a specific niche. And that's what I did. Okay, so I didn't, you know, reinvent the wheel on this podcast. I simply just took what I've done before, okay, uh, in podcasting. I have took what my knowledge is in marketing. And I essentially took my knowledge in the facilities and property space when I was working in at CMI Mechanical. And I kind of merged them together and I made it work for me. So what I didn't do is I didn't reinvent this thing. I didn't say, well, you know, it has to be this and it has to be this and it has to be that. And it has to, you know, I I didn't do any of those things. What I simply did is I was very strategic and I just modeled other successful podcasters. I modeled other influencers on what they're doing. Now I'm missing the boat on other pieces. And I get that, I understand that. But where where I want to point this out is that I want everyone to stop thinking like they have to reinvent something. And I want people to stop thinking that, well, my business is different. Because your business really isn't that different from all the other businesses out there, okay? You know, like everyone, at the end of the day, you're buying from a human. And you're selling to a human. At the end of the day, when you get as, as rudimentary as possible, you're, you're buying and selling to and from humans, that's it. Now it's a matter of how you communicate to those humans so that they have some sort of weird feeling, weird meaning good, feeling that makes them take action. That makes them be like, hey, you know what? I think I should be doing this I wanna try that. Like, do you see what I'm saying here? And so when you do those things and you approach your marketing a little differently like that, all of a sudden you're not recreating stuff all you're simply doing is that you're looking at the world with a different lens. It's the same world that you've been looking at for however many years you've been on earth and however many years you've been in the profession. But what you're doing is you're like, hey, I should look at LinkedIn a little differently with a different lens. Instead of me being a a person that contributes to LinkedIn, I'm going to be a person that creates on LinkedIn. Do you see the difference? A contributor is going to be someone that just like, posts and follows and like, oh, I love this person whenever they do this, if you shift the lens and all of a sudden you're like, I'm a contributor, okay, I'm sorry, I'm I'm sorry, not a contributor, I'm I'm a creator on this platform, then all of a sudden what you do is when you look at stuff on LinkedIn, you're no longer looking at like contribution, but you're looking at creation. You're like, oh, that's really cool. Oh, that's really smart. I love how they did this. Oh, that's a really good meme. Oh, that's really awesome. And you look at things with a different lens, and that's how you stop using this whole like reinventing the wheel and saying this stuff this doesn't work for me because my business is different. And you start saying, I can see how that can work for me because I can just shift this, move this, and do this. And so I don't have exact specific examples because the th- I mean I've already given you like two or three of them to be honest. But but you know or I guess what I'm trying to say here at the end of the day is is that. All this stuff, all marketing is, is just trial and error. And so if you see things working, model it. And you're like, well, isn't that copying? Nope, it sure isn't. Because everyone else is doing it. Copying is literally taking something verbatim and then claiming it as yours, okay? Now, if you model it and you make it work for you, then it looks like you're the creator and the smart person as well too. So just take that kind of piece of advice. So stop thinking about... How to re you know recreate the wheel? Stop trying to see how you can make you know make how to start from scratch, and figure out how you can model and and and, and implement it for your business. All right. So I hope this was helpful. Um, again, my name is Javier, and thank you for listening to this podcast. If you guys have any questions, let me know. Feel free to send me a DM on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn all the time. If you can do three things for me, you can do one. Um, Rate this podcast and give us a five-star review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That'd be really cool. Number two, share this podcast with somebody else on either a DM or or text messages to somebody, but whatever it is, please share this podcast because this podcast is growing on a daily basis. We're getting more and more downloads. And it's just insane, it's crazy cool. And then number three, connect with me on LinkedIn. So if you're a new listener to this podcast, welcome. I'm, I'm so happy to have you on here you know, connect to me on LinkedIn. I'd love to connect with you and I I do post content on there. If you have any questions, I'm I'm always there to kind of help and just kind of guide in in a certain direction. Other than that, hope everybody has a wonderful day. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, This is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. Hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, for facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. And have a great one.